Welcome to the Teacher Transition Podcast, where we celebrate the amazing things former teachers are now doing outside of the classroom. And where teachers who are considering making a move of their own can find the resources, guidance, and support that they need to take their next steps. I'm your host, Allie Parrish, and I'm so glad that you're here. This week, we have such a special guest with us. Her name is Jennifer, and not only is she a former teacher, but she's also one of our Teacher Transition course graduates. Last year, Jennifer was teaching in the classroom. She had never even heard of instructional design. Then over the summer, she heard about it, and she heard about the course that we offer. She started the course in June, and she landed her instructional design position in September. I'm excited for you to hear her story, how she made this happen, and how you can too. Some highlights in this episode include how much she really enjoyed teaching, the fact that she wanted some different opportunities for her future, including flexibility for future family life, and that she's making $20,000 more every year. And that is starting, right? That's as low as it's ever going to be. It's only going to go up from there. Was that the reason why she wanted to go into instructional design? No, but hey, we'll take it, right? So come along and listen to her amazing story and all the opportunities that she has now opened for her future. I am so excited to have Jennifer in today's show. Jennifer, thank you so much for, yeah, for sharing your story with us. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) Let's go ahead and start with, you are specifically in the course called From Teacher to Instructional Designer. So I'm so excited to have you tell us all about that. But really, I'm also extremely excited to hear about the new job that you landed and everything with that. So yeah, tell us first about about what you taught and and your story with transitioning from teaching. Yes. So I am... I taught for the first six years of my career. I taught in Virginia. I taught fourth grade and I love teaching fourth grade. I love teaching Virginia history. And so I taught there for six years and then I met my husband and he is actually from Indiana. So when we um, got married, he actually ended up getting a job in Indiana. So we got married, we moved to Indiana, and then I started teaching first grade in Northern Indiana. So I taught first grade for two years here in Indiana. So my I've taught for a total of eight years. Um, so that's kind of my teaching experience. And there were, there were so many things that I loved about teaching. And I mean, the biggest thing is obviously the relationships that you build with your students and your colleagues and just getting to see their aha moments and getting them excited about learning something that maybe they weren't that excited about to begin with. So yeah, Yeah. that's kind of my teaching history. And I'm right there with you about the best part being the people, you know, and the relationships and yeah, those aha moments, definitely. Yeah. So then I taught for, you know, two years in Indiana and then my husband uh, actually got a new job. So we were going to need to move again about three hours away. So I knew that I was going to be needing to look for a new position again. And he he found out in um, like end of February, first week of March, that he was going to be starting this new position. And so it was at that point that I knew, okay, I'm going to need to look for something 
in a new area. And, you know, like I said, I've been teaching for eight years. And so there were, you know, there were many times in those eight years where I started to consider something else. You know, I was really feeling stagnant in the classroom and feeling like I wanted more professional development. I wanted to, I wanted more opportunities for growth. And it's, it's funny, like within my first three years of teaching, honestly, I was already feeling burnout. And so I already kind of had in my mind, like, I don't know if this is something I can do for the rest of my career, (laughs) you know, kind of like long are the days of someone going into teaching and teaching in the classroom for 30 years and retiring from it. It just didn't seem sustainable. (laughs) And really profession, like people mix up their professions, you know, they, it's a path and we just keep going forward and yeah, the journey twists and winds. And exactly. And I also knew that like, we wanted to have kids in the future and I wanted to be able to have like a more flexible career when we have kids. And so, you know, throughout the years, I kind of occasionally searched for different careers that I could still do that were related to teaching and nothing really ever stood out to me as something that it, it just didn't really interest me that much. So it wasn't until, you know, we knew that we were going to be making this move that um, I started, you know, kind of doing another search and thinking that, you know, every time you move to a new school, like this is going to be a new school, it's going to be a new district, a new area, new principal, new teammates, probably a new grade. And so that's always very stressful and very time consuming to to have to make that transition. So I knew that, you know, we're moving again. I'm going to have to do this again. And honestly, like I, I, I want to find something that I'm a little bit more excited about right now and something that has more, more professional growth. So I started thinking about this. Yes. um, Like end of February, first week of March. And then, (laughs) and then we all go home and start teaching from home for the rest of the year. So with doing that, I actually found that there were a lot of things about teaching and doing distance learning that I did really love. (laughs) Like I really enjoyed taking the content that we learned in the classroom and turning it into online content and turning it into something that was actually engaging for my students and meaningful. And And what were some of the ways that you did that or or certain tools that you, you use things that excited you the most? Well, we were primarily a Google Classroom um, school and district. So we started, you know, we were doing everything in Google Classroom. So I would essentially, my team and I would make a Google slideshow every day and we would have all the kids' lessons in the slideshow. But, you know, we just, we worked as a team to find all the different ways that we could make it interactive. So we added videos, we, you know, recorded videos of ourselves teaching lessons. We, um, we created drag and drop features. We created, um, you know, Google forms for them to enter information. So we just did, you know, all these different things and what tried our best to incorporate as many engaging tools as we could. And what did you, what did you love about that? Or like, how did it excite you? I mean, I just loved that, like, we could take something that we had been we've been doing for years on paper in the classroom. And the fact that I was able to make it digital was exciting to me. And, you know, we got a lot of positive feedback from the parents and saying that like their kids loved it and they were engaged and they were excited to do it, which was not necessarily what we were hearing from, you know, from other friends or in other areas that the kids were enjoying, actually enjoying the distance learning, but we got a lot of positive feedback from it. And that's always, 
exciting <laughs> to know that they're, they're engaged and they're enjoying it. So I also yeah. really loved, you know, being in the classroom and well, while I was teaching to create the content, I remember I had a student teacher for a while. And when she was doing her student teaching, I wasn't allowed to be in the classroom toward the end of it. She had to completely be doing everything independently. And that time that I had just to work on materials, like I found a room in the classroom where no one else was, and I'd have no interruptions. And I just made, you know, scope and sequence. And then these materials and everything was clickable so that I could, as, as a teacher, I could access it anytime. I, I was doing mm -hmm. instructional design <laughs> things and it was so much fun even yes. during my lunch break. So yeah, <laughs> recognizing that that kind of stuff excited me was yeah. a great cue or indicator of you know, preparing the learning materials, creating them, strategizing what to do, how to do this effectively. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's all good indicators. I'm so glad that you got to experience that with everything. Yeah. 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 I know it was a tough experience for, for a lot of people, but I really felt like, like there was a lot that I did enjoy about it. Yeah. So then as the school year ended and I started again, I'm, you know, thinking about the fall and what I'm going to do. Um, I considered doing like an instructional technology position based on like how much I was really enjoying technology. And I, you know, I had been doing one-on-one -on -one Zoom calls with colleagues and kind of walking them through um, some of the new technology and teaching them how to do things. So I liked that idea. But then I, you know, again, I was just kind of doing random searches online and looking for other paths. And I came across instructional design and I had never heard of it before. <laughs> And so the, you know, whatever it was, that first thing that I read about it, I thought, hey, this sounds like something I'm actually interested in. So I started, you know, doing more digging and looking into it more and just trying to learn as much about it as I could. And I was on YouTube one day watching videos of on different instructional design things. And there was one talking specifically about how you didn't necessarily need a master's degree to go into this. And I think that led to another video with you where you were interviewing um, with a girl from Bell Vista Studios. Yes. Oh, good. Yes. Yeah. So I watched that video and you specifically as well talked about how you didn't necessarily need a master's to go into this. And then you specifically talked about how teachers would make, you know, make great instructional designers. And so that's how I found you and your course. Great. And so, you know, I kind of looked into that and thought, like, this is perfect. Like, I'm a teacher. I want to go into instructional design. Like, it was it was perfect. So I went ahead and signed up for your class. And again, like, with your class and everything that I was learning, I just loved, like, everything about this new career path. I loved, like, how many options and opportunities it presented. Like, there were options for full-time and part-time and contract and freelance and um, you know, working at a corporation or ed tech or university, like there are so many different avenues <laughs> that you could take. And I felt like, you know, that would be a really great kind of transition for our future and kind of the things that we want in the future. So those are all like the big reasons why I kind of wanted to make this switch to instructional design. So, Oh, I love hearing that. I love that you came <laughs> across that interview. That was so much fun. I'll link to that in the show notes for this episode yes. too. Yeah. <laughs> and, and she's so awesome. She's so fun to collaborate with. So great. <laughs> and you know what you said about so many different opportunities. Mm -hmm. Like I am so grateful now 
now that I have kids and that family life's different than it was a handful of years ago, I'm so grateful now that I made those, not just changes, but kind of developmental steps so that I do have more options, a lot more options now than yeah. I did then. So I'm, yeah, so excited to hear <laughs> about all of this. Um, yeah. Okay. So you came across the course, you mm-hmm. got into the course, you heard about some more opportunities and things like that, that are inside of the course. What are some of the things that you learned in the course that you felt like were the most beneficial or aha things, any, any takeaways or highlights? That you want? Yeah. Find? Well, I felt like, like every piece of the course was beneficial. So I felt like it was, it was very well laid out. Like your, I felt like your videos, like everything that you said in your videos were like, like I was totally, I mean, into everything you were saying because you were a former teacher, you know, like you were feeling all the things that I was feeling. And so <laughs> it was, it was super beneficial to kind of hear somebody else knowing that they had gone through that and they'd been successful kind of transitioning to something else. But just, I mean, it was beneficial. You kind of, you took us through the Addy model and it was super beneficial for you to, you know, encourage us to start creating our own things and using the materials that you gave to actually be making instructional design pieces and using something that I could then put in my portfolio. So that was really beneficial. Um, all the videos where you interviewed other people and they talked about their careers or showed us how to do something or use a tool. Those are really beneficial. I think the most beneficial thing was the interview or the webinar with Angela, the, um, professional resume writer. Oh, excellent. I'm glad to hear that. So love. I think, that. yes, I think that was one of the, the biggest improvements that I made was after watching that completely revamping my resume because I started applying to jobs, you know, before I even finished the course. And so I didn't feel like my resume or my cover letter or portfolio were all that great when I started applying, but I knew that, you know, with our transition and moving, I, I had already decided I wanted to make this transition. So I was going to start applying and I was going to get a job in the fall. (laughs) Good for you. Um, And I'm just going to point out for anyone listening. (laughs) So the interview that Jennifer's referring to is, yeah, with a certified professional resume Mm -hmm. writer named Angela. She's fantastic. And I have that interview inside of this course, but that interview is also available outside of this course. And she, what were some of the things that she taught in that interview or, or how, how was it helpful? How did it help transform your resume? Um, I mean, she, you know, she showed us specific examples and um, of, of resumes and teach I, from taking a teaching resume and turning it into an instructional design resume. But also the biggest thing was just showing us the specific places on your resume of like exactly where things are supposed to go and exactly what the layout is. And like, you do need to have this here and you need to have the dates on this side. And, you know, it. I mean, it, it was very well laid out and it just... Like I said, I completely transformed my resume yeah. <laughs> after after watching that. So it was, it was very specific of you know exactly where what you need your resume to look like and what what people are looking for when they look at your resume. Great. So it was super beneficial. I love that. I've heard that from so many yeah. teachers. And so yeah. if anyone is listening to this and wants that, you can get that at courses.teachertransition.com. And not only can they get that interview, but if you also want it there are three different services that Angela offers for resume help, like different levels of help. 
and she and her team can help anyone out. And those are available there for anyone that's listening to that. So great. Okay. I'm so glad that that was helpful. So then you're applying to jobs. Let's talk a little bit about that and about your, the future opportunity that you've landed Uh after taking the course and preparing your portfolio and your resume and all of this and seeing what instructional design really is (laughs) and how to do it. Were you applying at a lot of positions or being really selective and only applying at a few how did how did it come about that you landed something? I know members of our course who are getting to that point of applying are going to be really excited to hear this. Yeah. Um, well, it was definitely a process, like I said, because I did start applying so early and I felt like my you know resume and cover letter and portfolio weren't super great at the beginning, even though I was applying. I applied to a lot of places. So I definitely put it out there to a lot of places, but it wasn't until maybe almost, probably almost two months after I like the first application I submitted that I finally got a call for an interview. And so I think a big part of that was this process of like, you know, during that time I found new information. I revamped my resume. I, you know, continuously was revamping the portfolio and creating things and putting things in the portfolio and taking things out that I didn't think were that great actually. And, you know, so it was definitely a process. So I think it was great that I went ahead and put everything out there in early, um, you know, that kind of helped me just jump in, but certainly over time, I definitely improved things. And I think that definitely helped with getting interviews later. <laughs> Good. Um, and with the position that you now are, have been hired in, and I know you're starting in a couple weeks, so uh-huh. I'm super excited to hear about that later as well, but yes. tell us, tell us a little bit about that and how the interviews went mm-hmm. and why I know that they've said something specifically about you being a teacher and how that appeals to them. Yes. Tell us about that. Yes. So one of the biggest, biggest things that I also took away from the course was just networking, <laughs> which is as a teacher is not really something that I was skilled in doing. Thankfully, my husband was. So he encouraged me and he gave me a lot of advice <laughs> as Excellent. well. But I really like I just started reaching out to anyone that I could who was in the field. And um, I started, you know, connecting with more people on LinkedIn who were in the field. I did a search for instructional designers in the area that I was moving to and just started connecting to them and saying like, hey, I'm trying to transition from teaching to instructional design. And I'd love to hear your thoughts on the job market or any advice you have about transitioning. And and so many of them are, are like, they're incredible. They're just, they're wonderful. They re- respond right away. And they're like, oh, yeah, absolutely. And they tell me some things or they're like, let's meet for coffee and talk about it. Great. So, I mean, there was one girl who, you know, she responded with a recorded video of the, you know, personalized to me and told me, you know, 10 different things that I could do to it to help me. <laughs> yeah. And that so, is the field yeah. of instructional design. It's, yeah. you know, there are so many amazing teachers in the world and they have incredible hearts, hearts that want to serve. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it is like that with instructional design. It's just not taxing in the same way that teaching is taxing. It's, you know, it definitely requires a lot of you. It's not to sound like, I'm not saying that to sound like any of the field slackers or anything like that, but Mm -hmm. it's these incredibly good hearted people that love education and love creating learning materials. And yeah, I love that they gave you such personalized insights and feedback and help. So, you know, if any sort of transition you want to do, like you know, start immersing yourself in the content where, you know, start finding the people that like the same, that want to talk about the same things and, um, you know, can give you resources. So that, that was a huge thing that I just started doing that actually led to, um, 
this summer, I actually got some part-time instructional design work. And that was just from reaching out to a stranger on LinkedIn who connected me with somebody else who said, oh yeah, I can, you know, pay you hourly and I'll send you some jobs and, you know, you can send them back to me and I'll give you feedback. So that was actually the start this summer that I, as my, you know, real experience, (laughs) which was great because then I was able to use that and use those examples and talk about them in my interviews. So, um, so then for like for the position that I um, just accepted this week, it's actually with a car company. And so the title is, it's a long title, (laughs) talent Talent and development learning experience associate. (laughs) And um, the job description, um, I was drawn to the job description because it listed, it said like you would be immersed in like all aspects of the learning process. So it said, you're going to be doing instructional design, e-learning, webinars, training, project management, um, maintaining the LMS. And so I was like, wow, this sounds awesome. I'm going to, you know, get a taste of so many different things, which is great. And so, yeah, like you mentioned in the interviews, it was exciting because, you know, I still had, you know, a bit of the like imposter syndrome and feeling like, you know, oh, I'm just a teacher and like, what else can I actually do? (laughs) You know, so I still definitely had those feelings during the interview process. Um, You know, I tried to, you know, of course, be as confident in the interviews as, uh, as possible and show my strengths. But they specifically mentioned in the interview that, you know, like, oh, we actually, we really like hiring teachers because they're usually very creative. And so we really like that you're a teacher. And one of the other girls on the team is a former teacher. (laughs) So, I mean, yeah, there are companies out there that are really interested in hiring former teachers. So if you can find those, then you're you're going to be in good shape. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah. And the fact that the that this position is going to have all of those different roles that you referred to with the learning management system, mm-hmm. with training and creating the resources, videos so much that you yeah, everything that you refer to, it's going to build your resume and future opportunities so much as well. Yeah. It's really exciting. Yeah, I'm very excited about about this opportunity. I'm yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Well, we are really excited for you too. (laughs) If there is anyone out there who's interested in instructional design or curious about it, and I know for teachers, they're more familiar with the terminology curriculum development or curriculum Mm -hmm. design. So if anyone is curious about that or interested wanting to go this direction and they're sitting on the fence with a course from your personal experience, what would you, what would you tell them or share with them? I mean, I absolutely, like I said, like I love everything about the course. I felt like, um, you know, you as a former teacher, you know, you know where we've been and how to help us get somewhere else. So I felt like, yeah, um, it was, it was a great deal. It was super beneficial in just helping me learn the, um, learn the terminology and learn the basic skills, um, to start working with the tools and the software. And because, you know, like, like I said, I, I got this job, I just accepted this job offer and I don't have a ton of experience and, you know, I have what I learned from the course. I have, you know, some things that I just started creating myself. Um, but just being able to, you know, speak the language and, to show that you have 
use the tools in some capacity is a huge, a huge benefit when you're actually in interviews and you're talking about these things because they're, you know, they're going to ask you those questions about what you've created and, and what you're comfortable using. And so even if you're not super skilled in it yet, just knowing that you've tried it and you've, you, you know, you've kind of been there is really, really beneficial. So that's Take so the great. Course. <laughs> hey, thank you for sharing. Yeah, for sharing that and your yes. personal experience with it, but also your example of having personal initiative, you know, that you hopped in, you, that you were looking around for opportunities, that you yeah. heard of one, that you took it. This hasn't been very many months of a process. How long was it from starting the course to landing this job? Um, I think I, I started the course in June and um, I got the first interf- interview for this job at the end of August. Um, and it, but it, it was a very long interview process. <laughs> I interviewed with a lot of different people. So it was over multiple weeks. Yeah. And now, you know, we're almost at the end of September and I have have the job offer. So, yeah, it I mean, it's a matter of months. And like I said, you know, I I'd kind of set this goal for myself and knew this was the path I wanted to take. So yeah, I was applying every day and working on my portfolio and just doing everything that I could to really jump right in. <laughs> I love hearing that. And just thinking about it, I'm like, okay, that's four months. That's mm-hmm. less time than it takes for people to prepare and apply to grad school and then hear back from grad school, let alone <laughs> the tuition and multiple years to do a degree in this. And yeah. then they have to do months of job searching after they graduate. So way to expedite it. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And I mean, I knew for myself that if I were to teach this fall and kind of, you know, slow down this process, I know for some people like they want to, you know, they want to plan very far in advance and they say, you know, I'm going to take this course and, you know, over the next year kind of transition or something, which is awesome if, if that's, the path that you want to take. But I knew for me, if I started teaching this fall that I, you know, like I said, I was moving. So I was going to be in a new school, new grade, probably, you know, all that stuff was going to be new. It was going to be really time consuming. Obviously COVID stuff on top of that this year would have made it even more stressful and time consuming. So I just knew that I would, I would kind of be immersed in all of that. And I wouldn't have a lot of energy in the evenings to commit to instructional design. So for me, I knew that I needed to just commit <laughs> and go for it yeah. to make it happen. So good for you. Yeah, yeah, definitely teaching and then trying to do all of this on top of it can be can be tricky, right? With my yeah, job. yeah. So. And you know, um, like in 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 one of the interviews, one of the HR direct one of the HR guys asked me. He asked me some sort of question, like um, I don't know if it was a regret that I had from the last year or something like that. But I I think I mentioned that like, I didn't ask for more opportunities to like present for professional development or something, um, something like that. And he asked why I didn't do that. And I said, well, you know, I didn't, I didn't have a clear goal, honestly, at that time for, you know, like instructional design. If I knew I wanted to go into instructional design, I would have started asking for those opportunities. So for people who do want to say, okay, I'm going to take the next year to do this, then I think that that is helpful because then you can start, you know, asking for opportunities that are going to help you land an instructional design job. Um, Whereas, you know, I didn't have that. So yeah. And, and I think it makes sense that you didn't have it where it wasn't really on your radar. 
you know? Yeah. I wasn't thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. Like you said, you'd never even heard of instructional design Yeah, and, and for teachers that look for curriculum development, like there are mm-hmm. so many more jobs listed under instructional design, the roles, the responsibilities. It's like, same thing, different vernacular, like different, just vocab. Different yeah. Areas. And that was a huge thing that I realized over these past few months too, that, um, you know, because like I said before, I never found any jobs that seemed to pique my, pique my interest. Whereas, you know, once I discovered instructional design, I started seeing all these other kind of titles that, you know, like learning curriculum developer, developer or content developer or something. So there, there's so many other job titles that have all these aspects involved in them that I just didn't know how to look for before either. Right. The field is still kind of figuring out how to refer to itself, learning experience design, (laughs) learning design, you know, and and there are tiny, tiny differences with some things and, and big differences with other things. But yeah, that's, there's so many different aspects of it, but I do love that the course exposes people to not just the vocab and, Mm -hmm. and the skills, but that people really leave the course having the portfolio, having experience. I'm so glad that. And they also said in the interview, um, like they were, they were impressed that I had a portfolio and they said, you know, we weren't even going to, we're not even looking at um, resumes submitted without a portfolio. So Mm -hmm. it is, it is a big deal to have it and show it, even if, like I said, you know, I wasn't super confident in everything that I had in it. Um, you know, it's like, they're looking for it and they want to see that you're doing something. So. Excellent. Well, thank you for sharing (laughs) your personal experience, your story and your example. (laughs) Really, really appreciate it. And I'm so excited for you with this new job, such a cool title, (laughs) but not just the title, the many different things that you're going to get to experience and learn and grow and yeah, just so much for your future yes. and different opportunities as well. So we'll Thank have to have you, you back so on and you can share all about it and how it's all going in the future. Yeah, once I actually get into it, I can share what it's like. So excellent. Okay. Thank you again. Appreciate it so much. Thank you so much, Allie. <laughs> if you want to open new opportunities for your future with your teaching skills, then enroll in our course from teacher to instructional designer. This is so much more than just an online course. You will finish the course ready to confidently apply to jobs with a resume and cover letter that are already created for you with customizable templates and with your personal portfolio that showcases the instructional design skills you already have and those that you will gain through the course. You'll receive a professional development certificate that you can share with your school for PD hours, and you'll also have the option to get a certificate in instructional design and instructional development that you can showcase on your resume. On top of that, I'll show you the best places to find the kind of job you want. And our whole community is here to support you in our private course member only group. So your future is calling. Are you ready to answer? Go to teachertransition.com forward slash ID and sign up now. Don't put this off. There's a limited time coupon code that's on the checkout page and it won't be there for long. So sign up now. Let's get you and your incredible gifts on their way to the future opportunities where you're needed 
And be sure to sign up soon so that you can join us in a live kickoff. The sooner you join, the more content in the course that you'll be able to go through so that you can ask all the questions that you have and get all the personalized support that you want as we do a live class meetup soon. Also, the cost of the course is going to be going up. So be sure to jump in sooner rather than later so that you can join us live and get the best price. This episode may have ended, but connecting doesn't have to. Join us on Facebook or Instagram and get the support and inspiration you need in your personal educator path. If you're loving the podcast, help us spread the word. Leave a review or screenshot the episode, share it on social media, and be sure to tag us at Teacher Transition. Who knows? We may even feature what you share on our social media feed too. Until next time, teacher friends, be sure to click subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the upcoming episodes. Good luck with the great things you're up to right now and keep looking forward to the amazing things to come.